Welcome to episode 15 in the Lives of the Saints. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I pay tribute to St. John Climacus, whose feast day is March 30th. The musical theme for the second series is Horatio Nelson's From All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 A.D., played to the tune Aurelia, primarily remembered as the tune for The Church's One Foundation. The recording was produced in the United Kingdom by Richard Irwin, whose website, www.hymnswithoutwords.com, includes many traditional Anglican hymns and tunes available for download and use in local services. I thank Richard Irwin for granting permission for its use. Little is known about the life of St. John Climacus other than what is said about him in an early contemporary biography, The Life of St. John by Daniel of Rathu. Rathu, now known as the Monastery of St. George, is another Eastern Church monastery southwest of St. Catherine's at El Tour, Egypt, on the eastern shore of the Red Sea. Like St. Catherine, it was founded in the 6th century under the patronage of the Byzantine Emperor Justinian. A manuscript of the Ladder of Divine Ascent in the Gennadius Library, Athens, Greece, includes an introductory epistle by John, abbot of Rithu, and a second epistle by John, abbot of St. Catherine, as a reply to the first epistle. The illustration is a 13th century Russian Orthodox icon in the Novgorod style of St. John Climacus with St. George, who holds a sword, on the left, and St. Blaise, physician and bishop of Sebastia, on the right. The traditional understanding is that St. John Climacus was born around 579 A.D. in the area we now know as Syria. He is known in the Eastern Church tradition as St. John of the Ladder, and in both Eastern and Western Church traditions is also known as St. John Scholasticus, not to be confused with the later Bishop of Constantinople by the same name. His memory endures in the Church largely owing to his first book, The Ladder of Divine Ascent, and his rule as abbot over the Monastery of St. Catherine in Sinai. The illustration is an illuminated page with an image of St. John Climacus from the Master of the Revelations of St. Bridget of Siena, a mid-14th century ink, paint, and gold on parchment at the Walters Art Museum in Baltimore, Maryland. We know that St. John Climacus was famous even in the Western Church during his own lifetime, because, according to Daniel of Rithu's biography, St. Gregory the Great, who celebrated on March the 12th in episode 14, wrote to him and sent him money to support his hospital for Christian pilgrims just outside the walls of St. Catherine's. The Roman Catholic Pope also asked St. John to pray for him. The illustration is a modern photograph of the monastery of St. Catherine at Sinai, once isolated, admitting even the monks only by a basket lowered from the high wall 
but now accessible by a nearby modern highway, except when required by changes in security conditions, the monastery is open to visitors and also operates a nearby guest house. St. John became a monk at about age 16, probably at a monastery somewhere on Mount Sinai in the years before St. Catherine's was built. He lived in isolation for some 20 years, guided by an old monk named Martyrius. At an advanced age, he was asked by his brother monks to become abbot of the new monastery of St. Catherine's, a post that he held until his death. The Ladder of Divine Ascent, written in the 7th century at the request of John, abbot of Raithu, with the objective of teaching the monks about spirituality, is among the earliest and most influential books of the early church, especially among Eastern Church Christians. The imagery is based upon the dream of Jacob of a ladder between heaven and earth that you find in Genesis chapter 28, verses 10 to 15. The illustration is a 12th century watercolor and gold on paper, illustration uh, depicting St. John at the Monastery St. Catherine writing the Ladder of Divine Ascent from the collection at the Freer Gallery of Art in Washington, D.C. In the traditional understanding, the 30 steps in the Ladder of Divine Ascent represent each of the 30 years in the life of Jesus Christ between his nativity and the start of his earthly ministry in Galilee. The 30 steps are divided in the book into three stages, dealing with troubles on earth in the first part, in the second, the development by ascending stages of an understanding of the Christian virtues, and third and finally, union with God based on love, love from the Greek agape. Nearly all depict St. John standing uh, artworks of the Ladder of Divine Ascent show St. John standing at the bottom right looking on with Christ awaiting at the top of the ladder with other saints watching and encouraging climbers with devil figures firing arrows at the climbers and some climbers falling off the ladder at varying stages of their ascent. The illustration is an especially colorful Russian Orthodox icon from the late 12th century in which St. John himself is the figure reaching for the second rung from the top. One quote comes to mind from St. John's commentary on step 28, the third step before the end. It is typical of the spiritual-minded tone of the entire book, and that is compared to the legalistic and literal-minded tone typical in writings in the Western Church. Prayer is by nature a dialogue and a union of man with God. Its effect is to hold the world together. It achieves a reconciliation with God. The book, The Ladder of Divine Ascent, ends with a summary statement. I personally have used it often from my pulpit at my former parish, and I've used it in several other AIC videos in discussion of the true meaning of the Greek word 
for love, agape, one of many, many words meaning love. For more, watch the video for December 25th, the first day of Christmas, in our series, The Twelve Days of Christmas, in which the key word for the day is love. Those episodes are available using the episode links on the digital library page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. When St. John speaks of my brothers in this reading, the literal meaning is his fellow monks at St. Catherine. But his message is equally valid for all seekers of a closer relationship to Jesus Christ our Lord. The illustration is a Russian Orthodox icon of the latter, the location and date of which was not specified by the provider. Ascend, my brothers, ascend eagerly. Let your hearts resolve to climb. Listen to the voice of the one who says, Come, let us go unto the mountain of the Lord, to the house of our God, which is Isaiah 2, verse 3, who makes our feet to be like the feet of the deer, quote, who sets us on the high places that we may be triumphant on his road, which is Habakkuk 3, verse 19. Run, I beg you, run with him who said, Let us hurry until we arrive at the unity of faith and the knowledge of God, at mature manhood, at the measure of the stature of Christ's fullness. That's Ephesians 4, verse 13. Baptized in the thirtieth year of his earthly age, Christ attained the thirtieth step on the spiritual ladder, for God indeed is love, and to him be praise, dominion, and power. In him is the cause, past, present, and future, of all that is good, forever and ever. Amen. St. John Climacus died on March 30th, around 649 or 650 A.D., having given virtually his entire life over to the service of the Church and the Christian faith. Nothing is known of the place of his burial or the location of his remains. The Collect for the Feast of St. John Climacus is adapted from the Collects for Monastics from the 1963 edition of Lesser Feasts and Fasts. The illustration is a Greek Orthodox icon of the Ladder of Divine Ascent in the Cretan style, painted in 1663 A.D. by the renowned Greek icon painter Emmanuel Zanus. O God, by whose grace Abbot John Climacus, enkindled with the fire of thy love, became a burning and shining light in thy church, grant that we may be inflamed with the same spirit of discipline and love, and ever walk before thee as children of light, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 15 in the Lives of the Saints second series. Next time in episode 16, I celebrate the life of St. Athanasius of Alexandria, whose feast day is May 2nd. 
Episodes of all our videos are available on both our YouTube channel, the full URL address for which is https, and don't forget the S, colon slash slash www.youtube.com, right slash C, small letter, right slash St. John C in all small letters, with saint spelled out. It is also available through the episode links at our newly redesigned website, www.anglican internet church. At that site, the digital library link gives access to all our seasonal videos and other videos. The Bible study link similarly connects you to our two existing Bible study video series, New Testament Gospels, and the second series, Revelation. The podcast homilies link gives access to our extensive archive of MP3 podcast homilies, both for all the Sundays in the 1928 BCP and on other topics and services. The two virtual bookstore links at the bottom center of the homepage provide access to information about both the paperback and Kindle editions of all our AIC bookstore publications. Purchase of these books helps fund this Internet ministry. 100% of all book royalties are contributed to the Anglican Internet Church. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our newly redesigned website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.